With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If you're new to this podcast, uh, welcome. It's not just docu-series on here. We have 140-something episodes. Two of them are serious. And uh, I'm mainly bringing this up because I put 25 bucks into Facebook ad money for 1982 Part 2. And guys, I got the metrics in. Okay? You ready? <laughs> they hate us! Nice! No, not even that. Not even that. Not even that. Um, the ad itself says 1982 Part 2 is out. Listen here, and if you click the learn more button, it actually takes you straight to the episode. It works great. It has right now 200 likes in engagement. That is 200 likes and four shares, right? Um, our viewership on it um, is um, um, nowhere near that. <laughs> Every. <laughs> It's got normal. It's got normal amount of traction, you know, in terms of how our episodes usually are. Uh, mostly everyone is list is not even listening to it. They're just logging on to talk about um, how they experienced baseball in the 1980s, and that's what they're mainly using the ad for. <laughs> um, they're Wonderful. like, "Do you want the?" Head us up if you want the perspective of a Giants fan. Sure. Giants and Cardinals sure had a big rivalry. Like, too bad Whitey Herzog ain't around to to redesign the team anymore. And they just talk about the Cardinals and the Giants and then Gary Templeton getting yanked from the game. I'm like, I'm so happy this is getting engagement. Thank you, everyone. I'm happy you saw the ad. Can you please click the, the Learn More button? And listen to the episode just for me. If you're new, if you're new to this, if you click that and be like, I'm gonna see what these guys are all about, maybe they have more stuff out there. No, we don't. It is just two episodes of that docuseries, and then everything else is a bunch of little gay communists making fun of their Italian friend. That's lit. That's it. We sometimes talk about <laughs> baseball. Please click the learn more button and listen just to 10 seconds. Give me the ad money. That's all I need. I just need the ad money. So, but that's so far. I mean, Facebook ads get some kind of engagement, that's for sure. Um, the last time I put one in is when I wrote an article and uh, about, like, police violence. And then, you know, I got, you know, the typical Facebook argument from. But, it, but right now, um, it's funny but a little depressing how it's got 200 likes and no, and it doesn't appear anyone. No one's being like, "Oh, I'm interested. Let me hit learn more." No, I just want to talk about the Giants and the Cardinals during the 19. 19- they had some great battles in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, 
How are you boys doing? We don't have Nick. Nick's in Chicago, either getting some top or a concert. I can't remember. So he's either maybe getting, both. Oh, maybe both. Yeah. He's, sl- he's either getting his knobby slobbied, or he's. Uh, I don't know who he's. I he told me who was going to Chicago to see. Do you guys remember? It's probably some bad uh, band. Don't know. No, don't know. I can't we don't remember. We don't, he, he shouldn't. We shouldn't pay attention to him. Okay, like I think that would give him too much hope and things. So I can't. I can't remember. He had told me, and I totally forgot. Was it because I'm a bad friend? I feel like it was some '80s synth band, like Depeche Mode or something. That's what I thought it was too. I thought it was. I know it's something synthy. Is is what I'm thinking. But let's say he's seen Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, that's what he's going to go see. The world is a vampire. The world is a vampire. Vaccines are not real. You know, that, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I think the coolest part about Billy Corgan is that he's got, like, fucking WWE's, uh, what, mm-hmm. like, second biggest, like, rival wrestling organization. TNA? Is that him? Billy Corgan owns Wait, well, hold on. Say that again, Josh. What? I he's think got, he owns like a wrestling organization. He's got tits and ass wrestling? He does. He joined. Huh. He founded Resistance Pro Wrestling. He later joined TNA. TNA becoming its president in August 2016. Wow. It makes... Now all the brain damage this guy has does make a lot of sense. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Speaking of him, um, I'm I'm Josh, trying to figure out who uh, Nick is seeing, and I bet it's Morgan it's really, Wallen. It's got to yeah. be Morgan Wallen. Yeah, it's probably Morgan Wallen. Yeah, it's 100 percent Morgan. He's Wallen. he's in he's in Chicago, so that's it's got to be well, it. Actually, I think Morgan Wallen was opening up for Kid Rock. That's uh, that sounds very yes. Yeah. Oh my God! So. Can you say fucking? Can you see fucking uh, Nick there and just screaming? My name is Kid Rock. <laughs> like just Nick my Kid name Rock. is Kid. Also, I'm not gonna lie. I struggled saying Nick because I'm like, what did Morgan Wallen do? And I pulled him up and right as I'm saying Nick, <laughs> I see why he's famous for dropping a slur and like that slur hit me and I'm like, I'm accidentally gonna say it. Because I'm in the process of saying my friend's name. No, 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 no. Oh, I forget. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Arrest for intoxication, two fat paragraphs for use of racial slur. Wow. Nick would really love Morgan Wallen. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring out the truth, Taylor, says Country Fried Nick. <laughs> Country fried Nick with a, with a little with a little hay hat, <laughs> a fucking yeah. affliction shirt. <laughs> Nick showing yeah, up sucks. in a truck with the Calvin and Hobbs pissing on Ford or Chevy thing. <laughs> it's Nick's alter ego, guys. It's Nick's alter ego. <laughs> Nick with a C. Nick with a C. Don't you forget it. The South will rise again. <laughs> the C is for you can't tread on me. <laughs> my name's not Nick Scarpache. My name is Nick Joshua Ray Williams Jr. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Uh, Noir Days <clears throat> is going to be changing into something else. We're going to be called uh, Whiskey Fart. Everyone get a <laughs> download our new album from Whiskey Fart. <laughs> 
Uh, this hurts him. He's going to listen to this. He's going to be really hurt because he hates country music. We know he doesn't yeah. hate rap because Nick used to rap. Folks, you can find it. He hates that. But he, he used to. He really, really hates country music. So this is very funny for me. Yeah. I it's love a, that boy. It's an, you know, I think his rapper name is like a way you could describe him and then also a slur for his kind of people. Isn't that, wasn't that his rapper name? No, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a skinny. No, game. his no. Oh. His rapper no. name was Nicky Scarpo. <laughs> oh shit! That must just be That's his like beautiful. PlayStation. Name. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Yo, what's up, everyone? My stage name's Guinea Wop Five Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? I'm Hook Nose Guinea Wop Five Thousand. How's it going, everyone? What's no? Why is everyone leaving? Man, we're gonna get like um. What's a major Italian organization out there? The New York Police Department. The NYPD is going to protest us using all these Italian slurs. So we got we to gotta be better people than this. It's Pride Month, folks. We're super supportive of that. And, uh, you know, we should really extend that same courtesy to other groups of people like Italians. I know that's hard for us, but I think Tom, we can you know do what? it. <laughs> you know what you should do? Um, yeah. Since I'm helping host this uh, Juneteenth event at work, um, oh, no. next to the no smoking signs I'm getting made, you should put like a no Italian sign. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's yeah. about community and coming together, but except n- not those people, not them. It's the cancel sign over, over the, a waving a waving Italian flag. <laughs> <laughs> My fi- my grandpa died at the Battle of Eisenhower. Remember Caparetto. <laughs> oh no, we can go even hardcore. It's just a canceled flag over like Mussolini's face, and be like, oh. okay, I guess like no fascist or no, no Italians. So you think all Italians? Are- yes, they're all Mussolini. God, I mean, it- Italy's going super fast now, so I guess it's I guess. I guess we can do that again. Mussolini 2, Electric Boogaloo. But, boys, <laughs> enough about international politics, even though that's what everyone tunes in to hear us. Um, Josh had a bit. Um, let's do Josh's bit after this. Let's. Who's our crumble coin champs of the week, folks? What do we got? Who do you, who do you got, Josh? Mm, well, um, first of all, I wanted to say it's an, it's an honor to be joined by men. Oh, no. Um, but in light of recent humiliations, um, I think my crumble coin player of the week is Jacob Degrom. He mm. finally did it, folks. Oh God! He's Why? He cried it during happened. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you Nick do your bit. Nick isn't be- here. We have to be nice. <laughs> to him. No, I... We have to be nice. This is what Nick would want. Okay, I don't trust it, but okay, do your bit. J- Let Jacob the man DeGrom. Speak. Yeah, I'm so sorry for Jake. censoring your free speech. Yeah. That's it. Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. Mike Maddox fucking ripped his shoulder off his body <laughs> and beat him with it. <laughs> so, yeah. He cried. <laughs> He's, he cried. Sorry. It was authentic crying. <laughs> and he didn't. Yeah. I know it's hard. For victims out there, I know it's hard to name your abuser, but Jacob DeGrom, it's okay to name Mike Maddox as the reason why you need you need to have TJ at the age of 34. I want to put a pen in that one. 
because I've been seeing I've been seeing some discourse about Degrom's legacy, but we're gonna put a pin in that one. My crumble coin player of the week is Pat Robertson because there is no grave, <laughs> no grave deserving of more dancing on and pissing on than Pat Robertson. Rest in pit piss, Pat Robertson. Super ultra cool guy. Man, the world lost someone they're going to easily forget about. Thank you to Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson, finally. Thank you, fellas. Pat Robertson, finally doing something that makes everyone happy. Fucking dying. Ryan, a little less psychotic and a little less mean. Who's your crumble coin player of the week? Oh, mine is uh, definitely everyone's favorite um, player in baseball (laughs) right now. Um, this guy has made big strides, you know, changing himself, changing, um, you know, the, the world around him. Um, he really went back to think about topics. Um, and they're honoring him with the first pitch um, at a game oh, in God. June. Anthony Bass, everybody. Anthony Making Bass. Growth. Making yes. growth. Yes, Anthony Bass. Did you think that was a joke when you first saw it? I thought it was a I, joke. I, I, I thought it was a bit because when you said, I like, I saw it on Twitter and I was like, that's kind of funny, but like not a great joke, and uh, that's <laughs> awful. That that's <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays were doing a bit. <laughs> I, I saw somebody else tweet about it, and it was like it was pretty deadpan. There was like no enthusiasm one way or the other. So I was like, ah, that's like it. I, it, I read it as somebody deadpan saying like an announcement that was trying so, to be serious but wasn't serious there i highly doubt anyone listening to this doesn't know this but to, for for clarification uh, for for everyone that doesn't know okay anthony bass is homophobic anthony bass um got a lot of backlash from when that became public he pitches for the toronto blue jays and when he came in relief the fans booed the shit out of him um, he apparently met with like Toronto Pride's executive, like director or president, to learn more and have a productive meeting about queer, uh, queer issues in the queer community in the area, and to celebrate that, a guy and when asked about if he's made any cho- cha- changes in his personal beliefs, he says he's here to play baseball and he's not going to engage in that sort of thing, which means he still holds those beliefs, just not as public. So he's to not celebrate say that. Anymore. To celebrate that, he's going to catch the ceremonial first pitch on Pride Night. Dudes, I don't... I, I, I love it. I love it. Like, I Anthony love it. Bass, I think you've learned to shut the fuck up. Yeah! A part of me thinks it's like an ultimate flex to be like, you're fucking catching Pride Night. Like, I'm praying to God that on Pride Night, the Dodgers pitch Clayton Kershaw, and he gets lit the fuck up, and I'm... I hope Anthony Bass gets booed <laughs> so mercilessly as he imagine can you think of a time when someone caught a first pitch and was booed mercilessly? Probably a policy like maybe like George Bush throwing out a first pitch. If that I mean he threw one out in St. Louis, right? I don't think he got booed. He always picked like, you know, Texas or any place he might be favored uh uh favored well at. But like Anyone yeah. not a politician throwing out the first pitch or catching the ceremonial first pitch and just everyone just booing the shit out of them. I can't I wait mean, to here's, that in Toronto. Here's the thing. I don't think he'll get booed because I'm sure they'll have like a you know, pride community member or like the like you said, Shake the his hand be like, throwing oh, out the first 
Yeah. No, I, throwing out the first no, pitch. No, yeah, so yeah. It I'm thinking that bad too. taste to to boo him, but oh, um, they, they celebrate. They're like throwing out the first pitch. Um, I don't know too many gay Canadians. It would be um, awesome if like it became a bit like they were like they're setting them up for the up. funniest. Like <laughs> I don't even know. Does Toronto have like a Fredbird or like a? I don't even know if they have a, a mascot who just comes it's out actually, and like. Uh, it's actually RuPaul is the. Mascot. It's RuPaul. Yeah, perfect. No, yeah, they're yeah, gonna have. RuPaul. They'll have Elliot Page throw out the first pitch, okay? And he's <laughs> and he's been hitting the gym. He's fucking pumping ninety five with sink, and Anthony's not gonna. Anthony's not gonna know, okay? That's what's gonna happen. And right I, as Elliot Page throws that ninety five mile an hour gas, they flash. Like seizure-inducing, like rainbow lights, just to blind him as he gets pegged in the chest, <laughs> pegged in the chest with a fucking runner. Well, then I want I want RuPaul to come out and then just dump RuPaul. popcorn all over him. Sashay like, away, up, they DFA bitch. him right on the map. They DFA him right on the field. Sashay away. <laughs> I hate to root. Yeah, dumping popcorn on him, making him pick it up with his face, <laughs> like. He's picking up this popcorn, and then they bring out a bunch of crying babies. That's all they do. They surround <laughs> him with a bunch of angry crying babies. <laughs> or maybe they do it like I, Carrie. They just, just dump pig's blood and popcorn, but mainly pig's blood, just from the rafter, <laughs> from the top of Tom, the Rogers yeah. Center. <laughs> and he just looks around at all this, like, <laughs> chaos, and he's like, this is the future the liberals want. Yeah. And he just starts it's, crying. Yeah, and it becomes like Carrie's homophobia. It like jumps to a new power level. <laughs> he begins flinging oh people. Oh my god! Oh this my is god. a world with no WalMarts and only Targets. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! What have we come to? What America? have we come to? America? We exported Tim Hortons to America. No way, Jose! <laughs> 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 oh my god i love I it man a i have a question i want to yeah. know what those conversations are like where you know after a player like gets called out and then they publicly apologize for like some homophobic shit and they're like you know i have used the organization's um resources to um learn learn a lot and you know like like they always say like i use the organization's resources and I yeah. want to know what that is. Like, I don't know if that's just them watching, like, Project Runway a lot. And then they become like, yeah, you know, they, like, the community <laughs> brings a lot of style. I have that. used the, I have used the organization's resources to learn and grow as a human being. And what I have learned is how to hate gay people more, but quietly. <laughs> that's what I've learned. I've learned... I've learned to channel all my energy and resources at my disposal into harming them um, in different ways. But I won't. But I won't do it on Instagram anymore. That's what I've learned. <laughs> what a dingus! Mo's gonna trade for him. <laughs> We're gonna bring uh, Ben Deluzio back. He's got it. He'll slide right to our, our outfield. It'll be it'll be beautiful. Um, <sighs> Josh had a bit. Uh, so we're going to do that, and then I want to talk about DeGrom and obviously how shitty the Cardinals are. Um, Josh, what was your bit? Actually, no, we'll talk about DeGrom because your bit will actually lead into the Cardinals. So, um, Jacob DeGrom, as we know, is having Tommy John. He had a very emotional press conference. I felt bad. Nick felt happy. I feel dirty because we all predicted this. 
Um, I don't. We didn't. Um, and by predict this, uh, it sounds like gloating, but really, it was a meme that became true. So, don't. I mean, we don't know the Powerball numbers, so don't reach out to us on this one. It's the same way that some idiot might say that, like, uh, but, the world is run by, like, global elites. And we're like, yeah, there's probably Tom, to that. And then they say... Tom, to be, to be fair, are, though... ...are pedophilic reptiles. Okay, we're wrong on that. So, But to, <laughs> predicting this, though, was like predicting the sun will rise tomorrow. Right, like, exactly. Like, it wasn't like... Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, uh, even, even, even a... Even a crazy person can be right about things doesn't mean they're they're right about the entire structure of those things. So, yeah. Jacob, um, we I feel a little sorry for him uh, in the aspect that I know as you know as someone who play as him for someone who plays the game that this sucks. Um, I also don't feel sorry because he's getting his bag, he's getting his money, he's gonna be fine. Um, so the only thing I feel really bad is that he's it. I think it kind of tanks his legacy because the discussion I've been seeing a lot is, you know, Jacob DeGrom, Hall of Famer, question mark. And what are your guys thoughts on that? Did I fucking stump the class? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you smart people, Tom. OK, think of it as this. Um. Peak over longevity, right? Peak over numbers. Because that's where it's coming to. Is DeGrom's last full healthy season. All right. I don't really count 2020, but 2019. And from 2014 when he broke out, won Rookie of the Year, to 2019 when he won his last Cy Young, he had, um, you know, four of those six seasons where he pitched arguably a full season. I won't count his rookie year, you know, getting called up and all that. He got hurt in 2016, but, you know, 2015, electric. 2017, good. And 2018, 2019, back-to-back Cy Youngs, absolutely electric. And when he's healthy, arguably the best pitcher on the planet. But he's not. And all this greatness is limited, just like, just a speck. He's a bum. He's a bum. So he's a bum. Man, what's the thoughts? What's the thoughts here? <clears throat> he hasn't. 2019 was the last full season. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess you can count 2020 because he made 12 starts. But I mean, honestly, like full, yeah, full, full seasons 2019. It's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't see him coming back. He's 34 years old. That's 35. not good. He's 35. 35. Yeah. That's, you know, a negative. Happy, well, he's 35 they don't list that. two weeks, so happy birthday to him. If if age was on Baseball Savant, it would be blue, you know? Like, that's how his age would look right now. Um, and just coming back from a Tommy John surgery, like, this late, he'll be 36, 37 by the time you're back to full strength, like... Yeah. Not good. I think it'll be. It'll just be like, oh man, what if if Degrom had a full, healthy career, he could have been the greatest p- pitcher of all time. But 
it's he's weird not. because he's not available. It's like, uh, yeah. Tim Lincecum. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, he had like five years where he was fucking lights out. Absolutely kinda dominant, like, wow. too. Yeah. yeah. Back to back Cy Young um, Sandman, and then he hit a yeah. wall. It's even worse for DeGrom because every time he comes back, he's still dominant. He's still electric, like, he, precisely, yeah. <clears throat> Lincecum fell off hard. Hard he and did fast. Fall off. Like, he lost his velo, he was, and he was dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, sorry if you're hearing. Got that. his hair cut and lost his mojo. You he know? lost his. They they cut his hair and he stopped getting pussy. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So the same he thing's happening like to the ground. From, same thing happening to the ground. Like they say, Kirby Puckett kind of got in the Hall of Fame because his career ending so soon. He, you know, he was on a trajectory to be a Hall of Famer, but I think Kirby had better county numbers and i think you know i think like when people bring in peak peak is good but like your peak to me doesn't really mean anything if it's not also supported by also other good years you know when you think of like a hall of fame player at their prime right think of like larry walker like his best years in colorado but like prior to that he had good seasons in montreal yeah, maybe they weren't like hitting 370 in cores, but he was posting eight to 900 OPS. Like those are decent, good seasons that add to your counting stats, uh, that add to your game. I mean, Degrom doesn't have that. He just kind of hit the ground running. He had, you know, four or five really good, two of those amazing years. But you know, he was very, very, very good. He was dominant from 14 to 19. And now he's gone. I mean, we're not going to see him the rest of this season. We're not going to see him probably for all of next season. So we'll see him in 2025. And maybe the hope is, I mean, I guess with like Verlander having TJ, that he comes back stronger, that he gets that second win, that he's revitalized. But I don't know, man. Like, he's got to, I guess he has to reinvent himself. I'm not sure if it's like, an injury issue that has been something that's, you know, nagged him his whole career, and then this is the fix for it. I know that, um, you know, he there was injury concerns. Why the Mets didn't re-sign him? And that the Rangers kind of took a risk for it. And I hope this fixes it. I hope he has, like, a good career after this, that he finishes it out, that he pitches, that he gets that fulfillment. But, I mean, it's... I want him to be in the Hall of Fame, but I can't. It's just hard for me to justify it. Like he's probably going to finish his career nowhere near two thousand innings. He might hit two thousand Ks, but like he's pitched an amount that like a like a long like a reliever that's had a long durable career has pitched. So it's hard. I, did, I mean, I don't know what to make of it, but, like, he's got to have more than just, you know, right now his legacy is that the greatest pitcher who's always hurt, I think. Man. Yeah. Oh, what could have been. That was somber. But that was, wasn't, because he's a that was, bitch. That That's was, right, America. Yeah. Does this start the downfall of the Rangers now? They were they were trudging oh, along. You're still, yeah, you're still hoping for your goofers <laughs> to come true. <laughs> They made their big splashes, 
but like they have to lose the rest of this month and then suddenly decide to sell at the end of the month for you to avoid. But who, this who currently be, has to like... do the Hornsby challenge. This is you, this is why you have so much investment. It's my hail mary. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start like. You're going to figure out what hotel the Rangers are in. You're going to call all their rooms at like 2 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> you're going to get so Michael many Jordan Google Voice phone pizza. numbers. Yeah. You're going to send them like pictures of their family with question marks on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to do. You're like, please, please give me a, give me a 15-game losing streak. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I mean, you know, with DeGrom being hurt, the Cardinals didn't have to face him, and things are bad right now with the St. Louis Cardinals. It's very depressing because all we are going to talk about, probably for the rest of the year, is how much this team sucks. So let's just jump into the other bit. Josh had an idea. What was the idea he sent the group? Um, I want to do, like, if you had to describe uh, the season so far, what song would you choose? Like, if this was a montage up to this point, hmm. what are we putting in the in the soundtrack? A song? Um, I know a band. Um, it would be Smashing Pumpkins because I fucking hate them. <laughs> it's like, I hate this team right now so much. But a song, though. Hmm. Despite all your rage, are you still just a rat? Despite all my <laughs> rage, I'm still needing work in the cage. Hey, remember when we were all big on Brendan Donovan and the puck knob bat? We were like, he's going to hit 20 homers, and he has, like, what, nine extra fucking base hits this season? Hey, yeah! That can still fucking happen. Brendan yeah, Donovan is... All my you leave rage. him alone. Donnie needs work alone. in the cage. <laughs> He has four doubles, six homers. Great. I'm, thank you, Mariucci, whoever fucking told, told everyone he was going to hit 20 bombs. Uh, Nolan Arenado. Yeah. Needs work in the cage. Yeah. Spot, yeah. Rat in the cage. Yeah. Rat in the cage. That's mine. Ryan, you got one? We're workshopping here. I, we'll, picked, we'll I picked a montage. I picked my own montage for the season. I picked yeah. more than one song. That's perfect. And it's all off of... All off of one album. I was like going through some albums to be like your vinyl record. It's a good a good vibe. It's a good vibe. Vinyl records in your sweater. Mm-hmm. The husbands yep, on the each husband arm, you know. With matching Schwinn matching Schwinn bikes. Matching Schwinn bikes with same bells. <laughs> but what did you um, and I picked the White Album by the Beatles. I don't know oh, if you're familiar with it. If you don't yeah. like the Beatles, if you're one of those people who's like, they're not that good, fuck you. You're just a, a hipster who wants to have an opinion. <laughs> um, they're great. But the songs I chose, so the season started, it was so sad watching all the other teams um, do so well. So the first song to start the season was While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Um, so I was watching all the other teams. All the other teams have fun, and the Cardinals sucked ass. Uh, but then all of a sudden they got better, and then it was like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. We're we're winning some games now. So it was helter skelter. It's like I was doing Cardinals cocaine every week. Nice, like yeah. Weeks. They were winning, and I was like, hell yeah, we're fucking doing it. The fucking this team will never die. Double magic is real. Um, and then it we hit the fucking wall. And um, now it, it's happiness is a warm gun. I just oh, want to yeah. uh, kill myself. 
We released 1982 yeah. Part 2, so that's back in the USSR. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> And go. then um, the last song is Revolution. This team needs some major changes. Oh, and okay. uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fire some people. We gotta ship some people off. We've just gotta uh, have a full, full change. Something, just something to give the people. Give us what we want. Make a fucking change. You know. Yeah. To add on my, to add on to my hate, it should be a Sarah McLaughlin sad dog commercial song. Is what we need for mine. <laughs> I will remember you. This baseball team has a $165 million payroll that they refuse to expand. And despite having a top five offense, they are currently 11 games under 500. Will you remember me? If you buy just five Arby's mid sandwiches, this team might get this team might get a top 50 starting pitcher. <laughs> Josh, you got one? <sighs> um, yeah, I actually I got a few. Um, oh, I I, I think a it's, few. This is gonna go in like kind of like Ryan's in chronological order. Um, kind of early on in the season, um, bad moon rising. That's that des- mm-hmm. describes April yeah. perfectly. Um, you know. Um, then we got brain stew by uh, Green Day. You know, I'm having trouble trying to sleep because of this fucking goddamn team. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to wrap it up with um, one of my favorite little ditties off of uh, Bo Burnham's most recent comedy album, um, Shit. I don't know if you've heard that one. Mm-hmm. Um, wake up at 11.30, feeling like a bag of shit. All my clothes are dirty, so I'm smelling like a bag of shit. Um, that, <laughs> yeah. that is how I feel about this fucking team. I, shit. I have a couple of artists that I think definitely to add on here okay um i think marcus the worm hicks good <laughs> roy donk yeah and uh yeah. and paul really buffano from the colgate comedy pa- yeah hour. paul buffano yeah from the colgate comedy hour <laughs> you guys thought we were done with the i think you should leave quotes you're fucking wrong yeah. i love it they say I'm uh, busting balls, but uh, where be your nutcracker? Gazpacho <laughs> <laughs> soup is too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> I love I love this baseball team. So let's recap. Um, we lost five of six on this road trip. We got swept by the Pirates, who got beat by the A's. Cool. And then we dropped two <laughs> of three to the Rangers, and we beat the Rangers one nothing. So that's very cool. Um, the offense is in another spell. Guys, tell me. I don't know how to describe it. I want to say stats that are true but don't feel true. Okay. Uh, Nolan Arenado, negative one defensive run saved. Nolan fucking is... sucks right now. Yes, it's it's sad. Yeah. There's I something mean, on going defense, on with him. So that's the thing. There, yeah. There's 100% something going on with him. I don't. I, I'm I'm guessing, but there is something off with, with the guy. Um, here's a stat that's leaping out to me. Um, we are third in the majors in OPS with runners in scoring position. Does that feel like something that's true? What? We have an 831 think- OPS with runners in scoring position. That is third in the major leagues this season. There, ha- there yeah. has to be a stat, right, that's like, 
weighted runners in scoring position. Like, if you have bases loaded with no outs and you don't get a run, like, that should there should be, like, a stat that, you know, we are negatively ninth, affects. With scoring position, two outs. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm in agreement. I have to find that stat because I don't know where that stat has been the last two fucking weeks. But it's like the run differential one. Have you seen that? Like, the Cardinals are the only team in the, the NL Central with a positive run differential for, like, 10 games under 500. Yeah, that happens when I, you have a couple of games you win 18 to fucking 1. But we're, like, 6 and 100 in one-run games. What, like, 6 and yeah. 14, I think it is? Like, I'm harping on this again, but this team ain't going to win close games. They have to win games 6 to 5 or 6 to 4. That's the truth. Like, we have – the offense has to click. We dug such a huge hole in April. We have no wiggle room for shit like this when they decide to take a dump for two weeks. Let me tell you about this dump because, you know, we were – we've been harping on it, the 19 games thing. You know, the games in Cincy and Cleveland and Casey, we made fun of them. Those are games you got to win. But it's way more than that because – we got two fucking days off, all because DeWitts wanted to move around some baseball games, sell out a few more tickets, make some money, boo fucking who, so now we force the team to play 19 in a row, and then and then give them two days off. Great. So they go into uh, Pittsburgh, get fucking swept, get embarrassed, um, and then they come out, and since May 22nd, okay, we have... Uh, in terms of batting average, the second worst batting average in the majors since then. We have in regards to OPS, fucking the we're 24th. We have a 646 OPS. And for weighted runs, right, this is what you want to know, maybe for like scoring position, but weighted runs, WRC plus, we're 26. And the pitching, not going to lie, has been okay. It's been fine. Starting pitchers, maybe not completing seven all the time, but you have guys. I think Wayno's had the worst start in the last two weeks, which was, what, five and a third, three earned runs. Starters are kind of keeping us in the game, or at least not letting things snowball. And the offense, there is no wiggle room. You have got to – you cannot have shit like this because right now I think this season is done or right about to be fucking done. Thoughts? Man, I, hey, I agree with you. Yeah, but I think the NL Central is so bad that it can change in three weeks, and we can be right back where we were two weeks Dude, ago. I, I get that. I know, but the fucking Brewers have like a worse OPS during this, I believe, and they've scored twenty more runs. Like a lot can happen. I get, but we can't rely on that. Because the NL Central has been ass, and we're out assing that. I don't know if we're gonna build dig ourselves out of this hole. So what are you we? You know what's gonna dig this? You know what's gonna help? It's a bit. Drew Verhagen is gonna fuck. give a very inspirational speech to the team. He's gonna give a speech and slip on a hot dog from like the upper terrace. That someone <laughs> crack his skull open is what's gonna happen. What do you? Okay, let's. Let's do this. So let's see if we are panicked. Let's see if everything could still work out. Okay. How many wins do you think uh, it's going to be needed to win the NL Central now? 
How many wins do you think? I'm Total go with wins like, or rest of the way? Now the, re- the team – like when you think of division winner at the end of the year, uh, how many total wins? I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be like 87 or 88. You think 88? It's gonna be bad. There hasn't been like one with that amount in years. It's normally in the 90s. But I'm willing to. I'm gonna say. Let me help you out here. Let's say 85. A team that doesn't even finish whoa, whoa. 10 games over. Let's say 85. Okay. Cardinals are gonna have to win 59 games to get to that amount, okay? We are, what, 63 in? They're going to have to win 59 of their next 99 games to do it. So we're going to have to go 59 and 40. That's fucking child's play. 59 divided by 99 is a nearly 60% clip. So we're going to have to win at about a 97-win pace just to finish eight games over 500. I don't think that's that's impossible though. This team could perform better, and that's they. I, we keep saying it. Like I don't. It's listen. I believe it. I believe in the aspect. Not aspect. I believe that. I, I hate. I because I don't want to admit what what is probably true that they're not that good, right? Because this should be a good team. This should be a good team. If you look at Pythagorean like wins losses, they should be a game over five hundred. They should be first in the central. And like, I don't buy the run differential horseshit because just because we fucking have three or four games where we murder a team, where we drop twelve and thirteen run spots, I think that's honestly clouding the faults that this team really has. That it's a feast or famine offense, that it's a very inconsistent pitching staff, that they can't get everything rolling, and you know I don't I don't know who the blame is. You know I I think a lot of people are really quick to say Ali Marmol's got to get thrown to the wolves. Um, you know I I get why people would take a dump on him in terms of like some of his lineup changes. You know anytime he benches Gorman, who was their best hitter. I don't care if it is a lefty. Gorman should be hitting against everyone at this point. Okay? Whether it's bringing in Hennessy's Cabrera in that fucking extra innings game that we lost. Hennessy's Cabrera, who has like 100 walks in all, like in his last, like what, six or seven appearances. Okay? Like, I get the frustration with that. I also understand this team is not performing. There is something broken. And I don't know if it's something the fucking Phillies did to us in the wild card game. I don't know if it's the lack of Albert and Yachty. Something is broken with this team. Do do you think there are people who do not like each other on the team? You know, at this point... I think with like... I I think so. (laughs) I I think with like the stuff that happened with Wilson Contreras a month ago... Mm-hmm. It's just I just feel like people are quick. It, it gives me this like everyone's trying to throw each other under the bus. It reminds me of, like I I could just see it, like being high school and everyone's like, oh no, is I don't know, is Jack Flaherty gonna go to Mamal and Mosellock and say I didn't or like Edmonds say like oh I didn't cover second base correctly and that's why 
you know, the run scored that inning or something. Like, just constantly bickering about dumb shit. I'm just speculating. This is all pulling out of my ass. Yeah, but, I know. And like, I, there's gotta be there's gotta be a reason. Because like, if you're telling me like, if you said Gorman was gonna have a breakout year, Goldie was gonna repeat kind of with MVP numbers. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, yeah, we should be ten games above the rest of the NL Central. Like, just based on those two. Like those two factors, I would be like, oh, if those things happen, yeah, we're we're dominating the NL Central. But something ain't right. Just something is is off and weird. I you yeah. know who I think has to be like the most fucking mad on this team though. Stubby clap. It's got to be Jordan Montgomery. No, oh. Jordan Montgomery. Oh, dude. He yeah. gets like no fucking support, man, and he's been our most consistent pitcher. And he's what two and six. Well, like, Monty's been rough. Like his last few outings, but no, he he was solid when things were really bad. But like, um, you know, he gave up. He had a decent outing against Cleveland. Since since his loss against Detroit, here I'll tell you, he hasn't completed six innings, twenty five innings, sixteen earned. But I mean, yeah, there is truth to that, Josh. So prior to that, he had you know a sub. He was our only good pitcher until that Detroit series and he was like two and four. He was a hard luck loser in here. I'm, I can tell you uh, in terms of games where he's pitched at least five innings, gave up one earned or less. He has lost one, not one earned or less, but like a sub, let's say sub three or eight, like three earned or less. Um, one loss, two loss, three loss. Um, and four, he's at, he has four losses where he's thrown at least five innings and less than three three earned runs. Like you got to win those games, or at least yeah. three of those games. You got to pick the slack up somewhere. Um, run support, he's gotten it's his run support's been shitty. It's three and a half. That's what his run support's been this season. Um, yeah, I mean, he he has every right to be pissed. Yeah, he has every right to be pissed off at this team. Yeah. Well. There's no God, man. I mean, this is what it's going to... It's like the frustrating part. Like, I wish... I wish we had so many specials to release every week, you know, because... This is what it's been like the last 20 episodes, right? Is this team sucks... Will they get better? I don't know. And that's what it's just been like. It's something new every time. So, they, they uh, Pirates should be a team we should beat. We are we came off a 12-7, and 19-game slog. We had two days of rest. We go into Pittsburgh well-rested. A team, historically, we have beaten the shit out of. And we get fucking swept. We choke away a five-run lead. We choke away another lead and blow another late game opportunity. Those were close games we should have won. Those are games that buy you leeway when you play a good team like Texas. And I fucking hate to say that because now my meme of saying they spent a billion dollars a year to win 78 games is probably going to end. And Ryan's going to have to hit 250 balls in a batting cage while drunk. (laughs) I will gladly do it. I will gladly. <laughs> we should do it this week. Maybe that's what we should do. Instead of recording next week, we should just go get drunk in a batting cage. We should. Um, 
I was I've been reading um I just started reading Winning Fixes Everything. Uh-huh. Um the book, So right? doing a little Yes. Oh. Um doing a little book report now. But oh. the second chapter is all about um Jeff Lunau's time with the Cardinals. Yeah. And they're talking about two thousand three and two thousand four a lot, because I think that's when he he came in around then. I gotta but that 2003 team, this team is reminding me of, like, the 2003 team and then going into 2004. Okay. Because, like, they were bad in 2003, right? I mean, not bad. They but, finished, like, like eight games over, but, yeah, they underperformed. They but did. pretty much next year, the same team with a few minor adjustments wins 100 games. I feel like that's... Yeah. That could be what happens with this team. Like, they just... Didn't click right this year, and like they got off to a bad start, and like I could, you could easily yeah, I could see that. I yeah. could easily see this team winning a hundred games next year if we just get like maybe get one pitcher and like a veteran bat, and bam, our veteran presence, the veteran backup catcher, and bam, like yeah, it requires like Mosaic to have like some form of like urge, like it's just. Yeah, yeah, I I'm a I'm in agreement, Ryan. I agree. It's just like, is you know, will this be like a wake up call for the front office? Are we gonna punt? Are we gonna spend money? Are we gonna field what we have? Slight adjustments? Are we gonna just? There there seems to be some kind of philosophical, like, lack of, or or maybe like, maybe over committing to a philosophy that has served well in the past decade or so, but is in dire need of being challenged. And maybe the shitty season so far is going to help that. Maybe the team is going to evolve past what they've been doing. You know? One thing I'm really worried about, though, is, like, you think of this organization and when they were dog shit in recent years, you know, they might go into a little bit of a, of a rebuild, but it's usually after, like, one dog shit season. Mm-hmm. Like... 2007, they were shit. What did they do? They rebuilt the team, and they had a, pretty much a brand-new roster in 2008. I mean, with excluding, like, Pujols and Yachty um, still being there. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of, like, what's going to – I mean, could be at stake. Like, I don't want them to just fucking sell on Nolan, you know, Nolan or uh, really, like, any of our starting pitching, if fucking Jack is available and he keeps pitching the way he is right now, his last, like, what, six starts, he's been lights out. Yeah. I mean, let's not, like, I just don't want to see the see fucking good talent go to waste and overperform or perform how they really should have been all along for some other team. We've been burned by that so many times of late. I, w- I don't know. I don't know if I, I just, I might disagree with that. Um, uh-huh. Because I saw, I saw somebody, like, I saw a, a tweet that somebody said, like, with all the pitching injuries, pitching is going to be, like, so expensive at the deadline. And if the Cardinals are still the same way, and they don't trade Montgomery and Flaherty, that would be, like, a major sin or something. Like, the tweet was, like, on the lines of that. And I think I agree with that. Like, if we are a middling team, and you're seeing people get hauls for, you know, middle, middle starters like three four five starters and you don't unload montgomery or flaherty like and get a huge haul back i think that would be that would be stupid 
Yeah, like, is a team offering, like, Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields? You know, like, like is, is, is that what's happening at the deadline? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of crazy shit. Yeah. Um, because you st- you have the same chance of signing those guys at the end of the season than you do, like, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. the signing them doesn't change. Yeah. You can also just have a money. bunch of bunch of players. Here's a stat for you: um, Cardinals, the league average for bases loaded situation for OPS is seven fifty five. The Cardinals is five eighty one. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Damn. In terms of runners at first and third, it's 829. We're 752, which ain't that bad. Um, I don't know. I mean, runner on first, less than two outs. We are uh, about 100 points below average. I mean, we can't uh, capitalize on ma- you know maximum opportunities for damage. I don't. Honestly, God, I don't know. Uh, I saw this discourse trend. Um, you know, if this is a lost season, do you offload Goldie or Nolan? Who's your selling pieces? Is Goldie one of them? I, mean, I think you'd have to be getting it. Be. I think you'd have to be getting a huge haul back for Goldie. Yeah, we have two years left after this year, right? And he hasn't shown signs of really any major regression yet. Yeah. So, and I know people age I, differently. Obviously, I have always attested that Goldie's going to age well because he's in great shape. He is durable. He's very healthy. I mean, he won a fucking MVP last year. Um, you know, he's on track to have a pretty good year this season too. But <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why this comes to mind. But can you imagine if like? At this age and stage of uh, Paul Goldschmidt's career, he goes like down like a John ja Morant uh, character arc. He's buying a gun. He gets like, a fucking face tattoo. Awesome. He's got a fucking gun. <laughs> he's like he's doing Paul Pierce. He's like playing poker, smoking fat cigars with bitches' asses in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I I'm picturing this all, and he's wearing a polo tucked into khakis. Yeah, he's We're still doing this behavior. <laughs> yeah, it's Ralph Lauren, motherfucker. Yeah, it's Ralph Lauren, bitch. <laughs> he's I got ain't his fucking with that Van Heusen bullshit. He's got he's got his khakis tucked into his fucking tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just him holding up a gun. It's a fucking shotgun. It's not even a fucking handgun. <laughs> he's holding up, he's no, holding up like a Remington blast. 870. Oh. <laughs> Me and my oh, friends going to shoot some skate. Yeah, he's holding up a blunderbuss. I'm going to shoot this apple off Gorman's head. <laughs> she blows his face off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what if he goes like Pac-Man Jones Goldie's getting in like shootouts at fucking strip clubs <laughs> and he goes the Trevor Bauer route and has to go play in Japan uh, oh man Ray Lewis Whew. he just flat out murders somebody yeah he, he murders someone and gets away with it <laughs> that's what he does 
Jesus, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt in like a in like a fucking 2015 Ford F250 just holding up a gun. <laughs> While Morgan Whalen plays on the stereo. <laughs> Picking up Nick to take him to the Depeche Mode concert. <laughs> Come on, Paul. You can't let my friends see me. They're going to realize my name ain't Scarpucci. <laughs> God, Country Man, Fried Wop. That's the name of this episode, Country <laughs> Fried Wop. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my face hurts with that. That was a good one, Josh. Holy shit. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. What are the odds we're pulling out of this? <laughs> what's, uh, what's your panic meter at? We're at a six and a half. Six and a half, Ryan? Yeah, I'm I'm there. I don't I feel like if they don't have a good week this week then like I feel like I've said this 17 times now. But like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, if we don't like win 2 out of 3 with the Reds like who are kicking ass by the yeah. way with um was it Ellie De La Cruz says name? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. They've the next Fernando Tatis Jr. They got him. Oh, I hope he does for them. I hope he doesn't juice. Don't juice. Play the game right. I hope he does. Fucking hit home runs. Who gives a shit, man? Oh, you want a depressing stat? So this last two weeks that have sucked. Um, I just pulled it. In terms of MLB starters by F4, our starters have been the second best by F4 in that span. Um, they are three and Great. six. Yeah. They uh, have thrown the tenth amount of most amount of innings. Um, they have uh, uh, got the a uh, top ten ERA <clears throat> and uh, top G ERA. Top, top G, G women or don't, <laughs> and they are fourth. <laughs> they are fourth in fielding independent pitching. They are fourth and fifth during that span, and we went what two and eight, two and nine. Three and nine, one of those, just gruesome, just terrible. With all that in mind, um, my panic level with this team is, yeah, I would say six and a half. Like it's getting to where, you know, they better win ten games in a row soon. Or how about this? They they need to be at five hundred by the All Star break to for me to think they yeah. have a shot. Yeah. And if they're not at ten, if they're not at five hundred, the rest of the division better not be above five hundred. So, <laughs> and you know, I get it. You know, bad luck, or you know, all the good luck in the world has to run out eventually. But uh, you know, controversial opinion or something. Pirates are good. They're good. Reds are getting better. They're exciting. Brewers. Are going to Brewer. The Cubs suck. The Cubs fucking suck. I can at least take some solace in that. The Cubs absolutely fucking suck. Not as bad as us for last place, but the Cubs suck. So, 500 or bust. Let's just say that. If they get 500, they'll win the division. If they win 81 games, they'll win the division. Be 06 all over again, baby. Just what we wanted. Just like we predicted at the beginning of the year. Exactly the, exactly the way we drew it up. Exactly the way we drew it up. 
I love the Morgan O'Wallen. He says of the things that are always on my mind. And he doesn't like the trans agenda. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a spicy to meet about. Oh, man. Anyway, we got final memes. Who are we fucking tonight? Fuck the stupid team. Fuck you if you like the ad but don't listen to the, app, uh, the 1982 part two. Um, um, I'm going to say fuck Jacob deGrom in honor of Nick because, you know, he would be saying fuck the Mets and fuck Jacob deGrom and fuck the Rangers. Um, so, yeah. Okay, sure, for Nick. Fuck Pack Robertson. we got to throw that yeah, one Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah. Yeah, just, let's just go with the low-hanging fruit. Okay, every, everyone. So, yeah. Oh, wait, we got to shout out the, the patrons. Hey, guys, if you join our oh, Patreon, yeah. you can play video games with us. That's what I did. Past couple nights, just our listeners. They have our PSNs. They played Bravo. Uh, Bravo was on, so we played. Uh, I, yeah. I played the show. Um, for those that don't know, I make an entire team because my literal autism is. That's what I do. I always make a team. So you know, it's something I'm really hyper focused on and fixated on. And this year, you know, I got Ryan on there. I got Josh on there. I got Nick. You know, I always make a good creative team. I have myself. I have the ultimate Tom Cook, and. Josh, Ryan, mm-hmm. last night while playing, <sighs> Oakland Athletics star third baseman Tom Cook tore his calf and will be out for two months. <laughs> oh. mm. So I've never happened. Uh, this has never happened to me before in any of my sim plays. Okay, never happened. Uh, Is that foreshadowing from us playing catch? Is that what's going to happen? No, and our neighbor actually oh. threw the ball back in our yard, which was really nice of him. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, he put it right, right put it right next to our driveway, and I thought that was very sweet. I hope he wasn't pissed about Thanks, it. Thanks, bro. So, oh, we're, we're getting scattered here. Ryan, Josh, and I have been playing catch like every day out in the yard. So you just, you know. You need to come down. Yes, the, we have gloves. Come, we got to play catch. I want to gas up Nick. I want to gas him up. Me and you, let's gas him. This that term right there, let's gas him up, is like an I think you should leave sketch where we're just like I'm gonna gas him up, I'm, and we're just throwing balls. Let's gas him up. Just throwing balls you know, way it's over old, his head. It's an old circus term. Yeah, we're gas. Yeah, we're, we goosed him. We're gonna gas him up. So, but uh, pour one out for created Tom Cook. He uh, he leaves. The, he goes to the 60 day IL with a 280 average. Um, I might do this since the season's so lost. <laughs> Josh, you currently lead the team with eight saves, and you have a 2-4 ERA and a 13.5K yeah. per nine. Ryan. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm R- killing it. Our catcher, Ryan, everyone. Ryan, you just busted out of a, uh, what was it like? It was a 10 for ni- or a 2 for 19 slump. You're hitting 286, <laughs> and because I got hurt, I have you batting near the top of the order. Um you still have a sub 700 OPS, but as a catcher, you you already have nine stolen bases on the year. So, hell yeah, hell yeah, brother. And Got that that big booty, this that powerful dude, thighs. dude. I gave you a fucking <laughs> wagon, bro. I gave you a wagon. Uh, Nick, I do have a question for you, Tom. What you got? Um, real quick, mm-hmm. if uh, like say my player has to get Tommy John, can you make me a lefty instead of a righty? Just just so flip I can it, see if we'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> ambidextrous. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Nick is. All right. Hell yeah. I can never hit well with Nick, but Nick gave me a different batting stance. Ryan, you play the show. You know how like timing is weird with some batting stances. Nick is hitting. Yeah. Two eighty six, 
Um, he is our fourth most valuable player on the team. He has got a 7-12 OPS. That I'm like 26 games into the season. He has 15 stolen bases. He has been an absolute mail-stealing son of a bitch. He is making his ancestors <laughs> proud. So, so anyway, uh, patrons get to hang out and do that if you guys want to subscribe to it. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nick, Tyler, Bravo. Shout out to you. We love you guys. You're always going to be our little, yep. our little crumble champs. And uh, with that, guys, fuck Pat Robertson. Fuck, fuck him up. up.